you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly... Uh, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day to day. Mm. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Forever35. Mm. 
Well, hello there, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I am Dori Shafrir. We are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. My therapist today said the words Forever 35, like in our session. Wow. She was like, your podcast, Forever 35? (laughs) And I was like, yes. (laughs) She knows you. Therapist. Nice. Hopefully she's never listened, but she retained the name. I'm into that for you. Thank you. I am too. I love my therapist. Um, Before we get going, we have a couple of announcements. One is that we now have merch. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. I haven't decided yet what I'm going to buy, but I'm very excited to make a purchase. Oh, I know what I'm buying. What is it? What are you going to buy? I'm definitely getting the fanny pack. I think I am too. And I'm also definitely getting the leggings. I haven't. I have to go look at them and the check them out. Leggings are, are they're cool, really right? Cool. Yeah, they're like an all-over print of our logo and all the little things around our logo, and they're black. They look really cool. I also really like the reframe the narrative T-shirt. I do too, and the mycelar mycelar T-shirts. I mean, look. I know. Should we each get a mycelar? Yes, a hundred percent. If we ever do a live show, yes, hundred percent. So for those of you at home, there's one T-shirt that says. M- my Celaire. Yeah. And then there's one t shirt that says My Cellar. Yes. <laughs> so there's a lot of goodies up there. Yep. So please go check it out. And that's at forever35merch.com. Um, and another, another announcement is that you all might have heard um, our new podcast, G Thanks Just Bought It. We dropped an episode into our feed. Couple weeks ago, we had Caroline Moss, the new host of the new show, um, and just want to you know put another plug to listen because it's a great show. Yeah, and if you listen to episode one hundred of Forever Thirty Five, you heard Caroline Moss. Yeah, past guest. Now. Also, what uh, one thing I love about G Thanks Just Bought It is the episodes are short. I like that too. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot to be said for a short podcast. I agree. Like a digestible, yep. digestible, mm-hmm. digestible. Yeah. I mean, we really just blather on and on. <laughs> We're not the worst. No. There's some like three hour podcasts. Oh, totally. My husband hosts most of them. <laughs> um, speaking of today's speaking guest. of, he did blather. Um, he loves to talk. But Caroline keeps it, keeps it short. Mm-hmm. Short so, and sweet. Yeah. Short and sweet. And another just reminder that everything we mention on the show is always on our website, forever35podcast.com. So you can head over there if you aren't like taking notes as we speak. Which you should not be. Especially if you're driving. Or like walking your dog or hiking, working, children. Yeah. Yeah. Any of those. Any of those things. Volunteering. Yeah. (laughs) What are some other things people could do while while listening to to our show? I get a mammogram. Oh, get a manicure. But true. Yep. Yep. You yep. could do that. Okay. All right. We did it. Yep. How are you, friend? Are you ready to hear my story? I am. <laughs> did you read what I wrote on our paper? I sure did. Hey, everybody. It's me, Kate. And I'm here to tell you that I had the privilege of going on vacation with my family over Thanksgiving. And we were in Hawaii. Again, totally wonderful privilege experience. Felt very fortunate to get to do that with my kids and my husband. And we went on a really spectacular horseback ride together, a trail ride to a water watering hole where we went swimming. It was so cool. That sounds awesome. It was. And then as the ride concluded back at the ranch (laughs) and 
our handsome cowboy guide sure helped us dismount the horse uh-huh. you know he was helping us get off and it was my turn and he had told us like when we got on like ha 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 sometimes people's shirts get stuck on the horn of the western saddle now i grew up horseback riding so i was like i'm always very cocky when i ever when i ride so i was like ah, that's so silly like what idiots you know like i kind of was like <laughs> he was like i even had one person who's like his he got his shirt got stuck and all the buttons popped off and I, again Whoa. i was like ah, ha, 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 as he was telling this on the ride well when it was my turn to dismount dory my shirt got stuck and not just my sweatshirt <laughs> my tank top underneath and then my sports bra <laughs> So much so that it all rode up to my neck and I flashed my boobs at the cowboy, at everyone on the ride. Like I was hanging off the saddle, hooked my sports bra, my tank top and my sweatshirt all hooked on the saddle with my boobs just (laughs) hanging out. Was it only your family on this? No, (laughs) there were two other couples. There were other people working at the ranch. (laughs) And then I like quickly yanked the sweatshirt down, but I couldn't get the bra down. So then I like walked over. Clearly this other person saw and I was like, oh, I made some comment and he was very awkward. And then I had to like stand there and pull my sports bra back over my giant boobs and then when I told my husband, I was like, oh, my God, guess what just happened? Like, he had somehow not seen it. But I was like, when I was getting off the horse, my bra and my shirts got stuck and I flashed the people. He was like, oh, I was wondering when you walked towards me while your nipple- nipples were hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that's that's why wow. they were cold. <laughs> and I didn't have the bra over them because it was up around my neck. So that was. Um, oh, my God. You know, we've been having some people call in with like their embarrassing moments. That was mine. I don't think I've ever. That, that was, was a really good one. It was nuts. Like I, as it was happening, I was like, "Oh my god! Oh Did my god!" Did your kids see? No, they were like kissing horses. They had already gotten off. Okay. Uh, it was just when it was like first my shirt and then the bra got stuck and then my boobs fell out. It was, it was just beyond. Like I just I had oh to not god. care because like why it ha- You know, it yeah. is a thing that happened to it me. It is a thing that happened. Hmm. Hmm. So that wow. was humbling. That was a humbling experience from my vacation. Otherwise, it was wonderful. I deleted Instagram off my phone. Mm-hmm. I deleted mm-hmm. Facebook off my phone. Mm-hmm. Again, we all know I've been on this journey before. <laughs> really going to stick to it this time, everybody. Good. Going to stick to it. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And I have tennis elbow, Dory. How does one get tennis elbow? Well, I don't play tennis, so I think I got it from pulling suitcases. I truly don't know. My doctor was like, maybe you've been lifting weights incorrectly. Oh. Which is possible. I do a light weightlifting, very gentle weights, like three pounds. Huh. I think it's honestly just being older. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my elbow hurts all the time. I can't pick stuff up. There's nothing you can do about it? I'm going to ice it and take Advil and stretch it. Yeah. Yeah. What's like the prognosis? Like, how do you get better? Well, it's just tendonitis. So rest. Yeah. And I did have a brace, but I was cutting off my circulation with the brace. Oh, that seems I clearly don't know how to use it well. What I also discovered while I was on vacation with my family is that I'm a loud snorer. 
Oh. Did you not know this? Well, my husband's been like taunting me for like, we have like a battle back and forth where I'm like, you snore. And he's like, you actually snore. But I think I do snore. And my kids were like, whoa, (laughs) we were all sharing a hotel room. So now I'm like, I have to figure that out. Mm. Do I need to do a sleep test? Mm. Do I need to get a thing I wear on my nose? Mm. Is it, you know, I, I am getting over a cold. Maybe it's just that. I feel like it gets worse when you have a cold. Yes, I think it does. But just between like the elbow tendonitis that grew out of nothing and snoring, I'm really feeling middle-aged. You're feeling real? Hashtag this is 40. This is 40. That's what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, just kind of like, oh, my body is just starting to like give zero fucks about if I want to feel this way. Right. Right. It's like, this is what we're doing now. Yeah. It's like, hey, bitch, you have tennis elbow now Mm -hmm. and you snore. (laughs) Have fun. (laughs) You know, like I... That's just what it is. Yeah. And I I have a really hard time, especially like the aches and pains. I get really angry about it and frustrated. Mm. Do you feel that was your body starting to like creak? I mean, also you gave birth this year, so that's creaky. You know, I I actually first started experiencing this, I think, like almost 10 years ago when I got a stress fracture. From running? From running. You were training for the marathon, right? This was before I was training for the marathon. This is when I decided to, quote unquote, take up running. (laughs) (laughs) Which 100% Dory, in the last week, I was like, I should run a marathon. Uh Uh-huh. And there's no way. As you talk about your body degenerating. And I watched Brittany runs a marathon (laughs) and I was like, that's something I really do want to try in my lifetime. Yeah. I mean, same. But... But Woof. yeah, so that was the first time where I was like, you had a stress fracture, a stress fracture. And, wh- and what part of your body? My calf, Ugh. my right calf. So it was like incredibly painful. I was like, what is happening? I just thought I'd like strained it. And then I got x-rays and it was like, no, you have a stress fracture. I couldn't really do much on it. I could swim. And that was like pretty much it. It was it was a real like you just gotta rest it, which kind is of thing. maddening and a real practice. Yes, that was very hard for me. Um, so I I feel you. It's really tough. Well, also I'm I'm reading our document for this recording. Yes, and you're also having middle aged things going on. So or you're finding a cure for a middle aged thing. So okay. I think I've talked about my toes on this podcast before. I don't think you have. Really? I hate feet, so I feel like I would remember. Okay. So the deal with my toes is... <laughs> um, I don't know if you've noticed. Well, you might not have noticed because you hate feet, but most people's toes go in like a slant. Like yes. Their big toe is the biggest. Then some people have a bigger second toe. That's what I have. But then the third toe is smaller and then the fourth toe sure. is smaller. There's a diagonal. There's a diagonal. So my... Toes don't do that. Oh my gosh! You have a just a, a my, rectangle. My the f- my first four toes are essentially all the same size. Does that make shoes so uncomfortable? Yes. Oh wow! And then I have a little baby toe. <laughs> is that like a genetic thing in your family? Does everyone? It's just you. My mom doesn't have these toes, and I don't think my sister does either. It's probably my dad's fault. Um. So as a result, most shoes I've worn throughout my life are not made for people with my toes. And so my fourth toe especially has been like permanently bent because it, it, most shoes don't let it like 
straighten. Oh God, this I, is awful. I also, sorry. I also have narrow heels, so I can't, it's hard to find shoes that like really fit. Like I can't really buy shoes that are too big because then like my feet fall out of them. Anyway, as I've gotten older, I've stopped, we- I've, I've mostly stopped wearing uncomfortable shoes like all together. And like right now I'm wearing like slippers. <laughs> um, so, and I wear sneakers a lot more. And I think also now that I live in LA, like I wear sandals more where my, where my toes can just kind of breathe. They can be free. They can be free. But like, I can't even wear Birkenstocks. Because the footbed on Birkenstocks is slanty. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. And your one toe is crooked. Like, is it at an angle now? No, it's not at an angle. It's more just like, almost like hooked, like bent. It's just sort of bent. So on Ow. this toe, on on each of my fourth toes, there has been a permanent corn. Like a raised corn on my toe always because it like rubs up against the top of shoes because it doesn't really fit oh god okay foot care by the way we have not we talked have not about in two years of this show and i am really getting into it today. but this is a legit i mean we could do a whole episode on bunions we anyway could. stick so, with corns but so anyway <laughs> we're doing a podcast about corns yes <laughs> i just realized so anyway, my friend, our friend Danielle told me recently that she had gotten yoga toes. And this is, I had always been sort of interested in yoga toes, which are these things that you put on your feet to like make your toes spread out. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like good for your feet and help your toes straighten, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, and the other thing is my third and fourth toe are sort of like crammed together because there's not enough room for them. So there's this, this almost like indentation on my third toe because the fourth toe has just been like crammed into it. This poor fourth toe. I mean, it's really suffered. I feel bad for it. I do too. Anyway, so Danielle had been telling me about these yoga toes and I'd been thinking about, I'd been like debating getting them for a really long time. And then I was finally like, okay, I'm going to take the plunge. So I bought yoga toes and I've been using them for the last few days do you wear them all the time or is it no, just no, like no. you you have a session? You have a session. Yeah. And you start with like 10 to 15 minutes. And then I think you work yourself up to like an hour maybe. But you don't like wear them in shoes. You just sort of wear them when you're relaxing. Um, and look, I don't know if they'll like really help. But they seem to I, they like it's a little painful when they go on because like your toes are really like stretching. But I think it's good for my toes. And I'm also now, I I told my husband last night that I need to start wearing shoes with a wide toe box. And he just started (laughs) laughing because I think it's like the most like old lady thing I could have ever said. (laughs) Yeah. Like a wide toe box. (laughs) What even is that? It's like shoes that where the toe is wide. So like, actually, these have a wide toe box. (laughs) I'm showing Kate. The slippers that I'm wearing, which are the L.L. Bean slippers I recommended in the holiday gift guide. Oh, just the phrase wide toe box. I know. It's a ridiculous phrase. It's <laughs> just something else. I know. I agree. Um, but no, it makes sense. Like my toes would be able to like spread out and that that poor fourth toe, which is usually crammed, would be able to straighten and be free. I think this is all good maintenance to be doing as as our bodies age, especially, right? Like it's only yes. going to become more painful and uncomfortable as we get older. Totally. And and our feet bear literally bear our weight and our emotions, and right? Our There's emotions. a lot of carried a lot yes. carried in our feet. Yes. Yes. So, 
I I'm I'm looking forward to kind of getting this at least if not resolved then like on a better track. So I want to talk more about feet on this podcast. But you hate feet. I do. I I I truly hate My them. husband also hates feet. Oh, he does. Mm-hmm. If I never had to look at feet again for the rest of my life, I would be really. Oh, I'm like indifferent towards feet. Oh, I don't hate them, but I'm also not like ooh feet. <laughs> <laughs> Which if if you if are, you are, that's wonderful. I don't want to yuck your yum. No. Oh God, is that a thing? People <laughs> yes. say I would never want to yuck anyone's yum. No, I totally. just have a very weird aversion to feet. I don't like my own I think feet. A lot of people do. No, I know this is a pretty normal. It's like clowns yeah. and feet, you know. But I should get clown shoes. Oh God, <laughs> those would have a <laughs> Wide foot really bed. wide toe box. <laughs> a toe box. <laughs> they do. They're huge. They're huge. <laughs> Think how comfortable they'd be. <laughs> My feet could just spread out. <laughs> I mean, that would be a fashion statement. It would be. Wow. Here in Los Angeles, especially. Just clomping around in that. clown mm-hmm. shoes. <laughs> but certainly... Feet are very vital to self-care. Yes. And like rubbing your own feet. But again, bunions. So wait, how do you feel about pedicures? I will get them. But I honestly, every time I'm like, I'm so sorry. This person has to like look at my feet. Oh, interesting. See, I'm always like, this person's seen it all. It's like a gynecologist. They've seen it all. They've seen it all. Yeah. And I know that. But I also am like, ugh. I just, I have such a hang up about my feet and my nail, my nails and hands. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and I also have that long second toe. Mm, but a lot of people do. I know, but it's just so, I don't know. Isn't it like a sign that you're royalty or something? I think that's a made up thing. Oh, okay. Which I'll take, but it also does make shoes uncomfortable because. Oh, yeah. It it's must. like this. It adds like an extra quarter inch to my foot. But again, I'm happy to have feet. Yes. <laughs> Trying to stay. <laughs> Yes, Kate. I'm happy to have feet, too. Like, I'm glad they're there. But I think my takeaway from all of this is we need to get custom shoes. Certainly, if you can afford a custom shoe. How does one even go about getting a custom shoe? I don't even know. I have no idea. I have no idea. You have to find a really good cobbler, I guess. I guess guess we're going to have to go to Italy. Listen, forever (laughs) 35. Italia. Italia. (laughs) Oh, boy. It's good to be back. It is. You know, we haven't seen each other in a while. Mm-hmm. We're a little punchy. Yeah. Yep, but yep. I would again, listeners, tell us your foot woes and your foot care. Yeah. If I'm my, dying to hear. If my best friend is listening, she is laughing because she knows how much I hate feet. Because I give her a hard time about her feet. Mm. She's got the bunions. Oh. Yeah, I don't have bunions and I don't have like a hammer toe. Bunions seem incredibly painful. Incredibly like speaking painful. of shoe issues. Yeah. <sighs> so tell us your Self-care on your feet. Yeah, we're dying to know. Yeah, we ha- Again, how in two years of doing this podcast have we never talked about foot care? That's a really good question and one I don't have an answer to. Well, you know, it's just the topics keep introducing themselves to us. They truly do. Before we introduce our guests, I do want to ask about your Black Friday Cyber Monday purchasing. Yeah. Because I was even getting some text messages from you asking if you should buy some things. Yeah. And then you bought them. So... As listeners of this podcast know, I've been really trying to like, like, rein in my consumerism for quite some time and, you know, learned more about ethical consumption and sustainability. And I've been trying to buy secondhand clothes and not buy fast fashion, etc. And I've been like pretty good about it. And 
even for Henry, like I've mostly bought him secondhand stuff or gotten hand-me-downs. You do a lot of like baby posh marking. A lot of baby posh marking. Um, But I kind of reached a point with him where I was running out of the hand-me-downs. I have some more hand-me-downs that are a little larger, but there was like this age period where I didn't really have any clothes for him. And then for me... You know, I've been going through all of this like postpartum body stuff and my body's not exactly the same as it was before. Not all my clothes fit. I just stopped nursing and pumping. Oh, you did? I did. Well, hello. I didn't well, know that. Hello. Um, and so I feel like for the last seven months, I've only been able to wear like button up shirts because I always had to be able to like expose a boob. And now I don't have to. And I was suddenly like, Oh, I need to I need to buy some stuff. And like I don't have the time or the patience right now to like wait for the things to show up on Poshmark or wherever else. Like I do my due diligence, I look for the stuff. If it's not there, like I need to just get some other stuff. That's fair, Dory. So yeah. But I might have gone a little overboard. <laughs> especially with Henry. <clears throat> there was just like really cute kids' clothes. On sale. On sale. So I bought a lot of them. So here we are. Okay. I'm feeling like slightly guilty about it, but also trying not to be too harsh on myself. Can you return any of it? I can return all of it. So none of it was that. final sale. Um, and then the stuff that I bought for myself, none of it is final sale either. I do find when something... I very easily get swayed or manipulated by the word sale, by all the, you know, emails that were in my inbox over the holiday weekend. Like, we only do this sale once a year. Totally. It's like, well, then I should go yeah. get something. Like, yeah, not yeah, even yeah. I, things I didn't even need. I didn't yeah. end up buying anything, but it's, you can feel the, um, the manipulation. Totally. Like, it works. It 100% totally. works. And I really, I actually only, I bought myself stuff from two stores um, and I really only I bought myself some stuff that I that I needed, um, like a pair of jeans. Um, and then I bought myself a couple of dresses that I was like, these are really nice and I like them and I want them. And if they don't fit, I can return them. I like made sure to check the site's return policy. It said returns are free. I was like, great. You did so a good job. I like, I felt a little bit bad about it. And then I was just like, if this is, you know, if these are like the, the one new things that I buy in the next few months, then I'm fine with that. Um, and I didn't feel like there was anything I really bought impulsively, like everything I bought. Well, especially for myself, I bought impulsive stuff for Henry, but for myself, it was stuff I had like seen already, sites that I knew I wanted stuff from. You know what I mean? Like it's stuff I had had my eye on. Sure, you had been waiting. I had been waiting, and so um, yeah. So that's 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 what happened. Nothing has arrived yet. Oh, I can't wait. So I'm sort of like on the edge of my seat, just waiting. Ooh, that's gonna be all a my fun things. Day. I know. Well, I like what if what if it doesn't fit? Then I'll be sad. It will be fine. You'll Life start will go the on. Cycle all over again. I will indeed. Um, yeah. So th- that's that's where I'm at. Well, 
We have some extra special guests for this we episode. We really do. We finally, this is by popular demand. <laughs> yeah. We demanded it. Yeah, um, popular meaning us. <laughs> well, no, no people we, have asked us. People have asked these, yes. these particular guests on our show. Over the past two years. Yeah. Do you want to? It's, wanna, it's, it's our, husbands, our husbands, everybody. Yep. We interviewed our husbands. The first male identifying guests on the show. Yeah. And I would say probably some of the last. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't want to say it. never say never. No, of course. But yeah. Yeah. There are lots of podcasts where they. You and know. it was, I got to say, it was very interesting interviewing them. It was weird. Yeah. I'm going to say it I mean, was weird. I'm used to podcasting with my husband. I'm not. But it, it must have been pretty weird for you. We've done a couple. Of, I've been on a, a podcast that he did a couple times. Okay. But it was more just like, what does he think of this part of my life? I don't totally know. Yeah. Like, what does he think? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then just talking about his self-care and like working too much. And it was it was interesting. It was also interesting when they started talking to each other about like stuff, like things that go through their minds. Yeah. You know what I, was I mean? Like, huh? Yeah. Also, I think they were nervous at first. Oh, totally. They were making a lot of silly jokes. Yes. I was like, well, oh, these are two nervous men. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Anyway. You're going to hear it all. Enough preamble. Yeah. Anyway, so without further ado. Here they are. Our husbands. The late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. 
Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one -on -one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, mm -hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter toot, or, toot, or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, 
really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Our guests today are our husbands. Anthony King and Matt Myra. Wow. Wow. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Welcome to the It's a pleasure to be here. You two have been requested. Yes. A lot. By whom? By, by listeners. listeners. Over the last couple of years. How do we intro them? My husband, Anthony, we've been married for 11 years. All right. He is the co-writer of the Broadway musical Beetlejuice. He's written on a bunch of TV shows, including Silicon Valley. Broad City, Search Party, Playing House. Am I forgetting any? Sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I would say he wears sunscreen in his moisturizer. Wow. But he moisturizes. He does use an Aveeno moisturizer. I never did till I moved to Los Angeles, but it's dry air out here. It is very dry. Yeah. Um, Well, my my husband, Matt... Mm We we podcast together also on on Matt and Dory's excellent oh, yeah, adventure. This is familiar territory for y'all. And then he also has a couple of other shows: James Bonding, mm-hmm. Star Trek: The Next Conversation. Oh yeah, a um, couple of other shows that are kind of on permanent hiatus, temporary hiatus that are just lengthy. Yes, <laughs> um, he is a, a, co- a producer on the Goldbergs, mm-hmm. and. We've been married for four years. And That's accurate. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, you guys, we wanted to talk to you about self-care. <laughs> oh, boy. So bad at self-care. And skincare. <laughs> so to kick things off. <laughs> to kick things off. We have, a little, <clears throat> we have a little game for you. Yeah. Because we're both, we're married to you. We should say that Anthony and I share a bathroom. Dory and Matt, as we've talked about before on this podcast, each have their own bathroom. Oh, wow. That's they live paradise. in a two-bathroom home. Yeah. And so you don't interact with Dory's products as much as Anthony has to come face-to-face with my spread every day. Well, yeah, I see them when I pass through her bathroom because we conveniently have a bathroom door that opens to the outside <laughs> world. <laughs> you have that bathroom backyard you door know, situation. It's an indoor-outdoor bathroom. And uh, we have... Uh, it's just a house that was built in the 20s with a very confusing layout. So, yeah, I go through that bathroom quite frequently. And I've often had to look for things like a uh, stain remover for instance mm-hmm. the other evening i had some grease on my pants because i'm a man <laughs> <laughs> playing, playing with grease. Uh, <laughs> and uh she'll have very specific instructions that i often don't remember by the time i get to the bathroom and uh i just go through drawers after drawers of 
I just, it's amazing how many tiny containers of things one has. That's my experience is to use the sink, I have to move an enormous number of <laughs> tiny glass bottles so that I don't <laughs> knock them all off the sink while I try to brush my teeth. Have you ever knocked them all off? No, because I push them all to one side of the sink. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I think Dory's bathroom motif is um, containers that feature smaller containers inside of them. Mm. You do. You do love like a tiny tray. I do love a tiny tray. Yes. Tori loves That's a tiny true. tray. I love a tiny tray. <laughs> with little things on the tray. Yeah, with little yeah. things on the tray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these are some of the products from my bathroom that I have culled. Listeners will know these products because they are things we have discussed at length on this podcast. We're just curious if you know what any of these things are, what they do, how much they cost. Like, just going off of the look of couple of those bottles look like they're vanilla extract. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, they're like dropper bottles. We should also say this is not to say that men do not utilize skincare products, have skincare routines. I think in our case, our specific partners, you're not partakers in skin routines, shall we say. You You don't even wear moisturizer or sunscreen. No. I I was gifted with uh you know <laughs> the Mediterranean genetics mm-hmm. of uh you know Spain and Italy and Cuba so I enjoy the sun it is a friend of ours <laughs> <laughs> do but you I hate a, to be in it do you have a system I feel like you do now wash your face and moisturize Anthony right I put on lotion after I take a shower mm-hmm. on my face and now at night I wash my face and put lotion on when I go to bed. Oh, that's awesome. That's out of control. How do, you, how do you remember to do that? <laughs> I, I don't do it every night, okay. but I do some nights. And when you're in the shower, you wash your face with the bar of soap that we have. No, I bought some face stuff recently because oh. so you guilted me into it. I'm sorry. What brand did you purchase? Harry's. Oh, you bought like something that has been branded specifically for men. Well, I was buying some razor... <laughs> replacements and they had face wash and I was like, nice. oh, I'll get some face wash. Did you use a promo code? Uh, I sure did. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you do not use any of these products. I don't know what anything that I'm looking at is. Okay, so if I were to... You, there's also a bottle of Umami that looks exactly like all of the There's a other. my favorite Trader Joe's <laughs> umami seasoning. They've, they've packaged umami? <laughs> umami seasoning. Wow. I and if you mix that in, I would not it's blink an eye. most recently discovered taste. Well, Four Sigmatic does make mushroom skincare, so you're not far there off. There you go. Yeah, so does Anthony. Moon Juice. Oh, right? Mm-hmm. They make gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make mushroom it's skincare. my favorite uh, Van Morrison song, Moon Juice. <laughs> Wonderful night for a moon juice. <laughs> okay, so if I were to say to you, what's Pixie Glow? tonic <laughs> what's glycolic acid you would not know what well, i saw is. the trolls movie so i know <laughs> I what pixie glow tonic is thank I you DreamWorks. <laughs> you have any no idea what this does no it's an orange liquid or the bottle's orange yeah i would describe that bottle for the listener who may not know uh pixie oh, like we do they know. uh it's uh it looks like it came out of my dad's medicine cabinet and used to have high karate in it was an old cologne from the 70s. It doesn't smell like anything. How much do you think that costs? <laughs> I'm going to go $500. Are you serious? I have no idea what these First of all, Kate's I know they're it, not So it cheap. doesn't cost $500. <laughs> yes. Matt knows I have money anxiety. What about this? How much do you think this costs? This is a Matt, v- how much do you think that costs? Yeah. The Pixie. This is a like small bottle of Pixie Glow Tonic. That's small? Yes. Well, Because it's the biggest bottle on the table. Oh, it's also toner. 
You know what that means? Yeah, yeah it's uh, for your face skins to color the color match, right? No, doesn't that, that keep you from being shiny? Is? Isn't that what Tony does? Toner does. What does Toner do? <laughs> Tony does. <laughs> Tony nominee. I call it. <laughs> I can't, cannot. I try to work it into any conversation I can. <laughs> uh, Hollywood Free Foreign Press. How are you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is um, forty dollars. No, this is about fifteen. 15. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah, it's an exfoliant. Oh. Now, is the tip That's off cheap. that it's only fifteen? Maybe the bottle it's presented in. Like, would you expect like if you were spending forty dollars on a similar thing, would it have like a well, glass that, bottle? Yeah, that's actually a good point. This is this is a plastic bottle, and most of these others are glass. Glass does and not necessarily smaller. mean expensive, but I do think most well, expensive there is a things cost come in glass. Yes, and I will say a lot of oils, if they're in a dark bottle like this, it's to pre- prevent the sun from destroying them. Yeah, you don't want right. UV. So, for there. example, this like is... Like beer. Yeah, exactly. This is the Ordinary. It's a retinoid serum. This probably comes in around 10 bucks. Is that for your eyes? It's for your face. Oh. oh, these are all much cheaper than I thought. Well, the bottle oh. you're holding is about 180. <laughs> oh, there you go. I what? <laughs> That's Vintner's daughter. That's a. Do you know what that it's is? It's an active botanical serum. Serum. <laughs> serum. 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 I don't. Yeah, that's I don't. a word I don't say in conversation very uh, often. Well, it's actually a word I say often because I have to describe my wife's podcast to people. <laughs> I say, you like serums? You'd love Forever 35. Here's another thing to smell. This is a product that we talk about, have talked about a lot on this podcast. It's Sunday Riley Good Jeans. It's a lactic acid treatment mm-hmm. that you put on your face. Lactic Do you acid. do all these on top of each other? Or is it like one day is a Vintner's Daughter day and the next day is... Great question, Anthony. Good jeans. Uh, Vintner's Daughter for me is an everyday thing. Yeah, but then do you layer other stuff on Good top jeans of it? is not an everyday thing because it's an exfoliant. Yes. I, I give that a smell. Whoa. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to Ooh. like... How often are you supposed to exfoliate? That would get you high. That's like glue. God damn. <laughs> That is like, that's literally like you're rubbing Elmer's glue on your face, which I suppose would exfoliate. Yeah. It's also a lot cheaper than good jeans. That's right. You put it on, peel that off. Yeah. Peel the glue off. You know when you're a kid and you'd get glue all over your hands? Yeah. That that feeling of peeling it off. And then your hand feels great after. That bottle, I think, is $105. Okay. Wow. I can sell you something very similar. (laughs) $1.99. Does it perturb you that we accumulate we've accumulated these products? Oh. No, but you haven't answered my question of how you use them. Oh, okay. So I would say this like this is a squalane oil that's a great moisture. Hang on. Yes. What was that? Squalane. Squalling? Squalane. That's a brand, I believe. Uh, no, no, that's no. a kind of oil. Oh, it is? <laughs> this I don't know. Yeah. On the bottle, it looks like a brand. What what is this? S Q U A L A N E. Okay. Squalane. Okay. So again, are you using this every day? All these? No, no, I'm not using all these. These are just things I've accumulated. So how do you decide what you're piling on every day? uh, To exfoliate, I would use this like once a week to fix the tonic. (laughs) I now just try to wash my face and put on um, moisturizer. I'm trying to keep it very simple because I think my face started to break out in zits. Look, this is my whole thing with Rogaine, guys. <laughs> which, Talk about by the serums. Way, which I've, I've, I uh, have failed so miserably at applying twice a day. I you bought, have tried it, though. Oh, sure. I've never tried it. I will, I've said this on record. I'll say it again. The second I have enough money, I will plug the shit out of my head. Oh, really? Yeah. It's going to be great. I'm going to be like Joel McHale. 
He's got good plugs. A lot of oh people. Oh my god! Have look plugs. at him season whatever of the soup to his most recent <laughs> turn in nothing. I don't know what the hell he's been in since Community. What has he been? The in? writer uh, slash humorist uh, Joel Stein. Really wrote, you're uh, going to say Bruce Valanche for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a piece uh, for Time about getting plugs. He got plugs. He loves them. He's he's like never never look back. Do you? Is that something you think about doing? I thought about it, but it's expensive. And when I read about it, also... Painful. Uh, painful, and you have to do it again. <gasps> because your hair continues to recede. And so, mm. where you get the plugs, eventually your hair will recede behind that. Yeah. Oh, so, then you have a weird like patch of hair, and then right. baldness, and then more... So, you have to yeah. do it the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, you know, I, I will, I'd, I'd plug it up. I wear hats a lot. But, like, it's... When I'm outside and I don't have a hat on and I feel the sun beating onto my fucking bald spot, I get real sad. I like hair, guys. I'd rather have it than not. Yeah. Because I don't think my head's even. I think if I were to <laughs> be bald... Oh, your head would be lopsided it'd be almost? like divity, like that guy from Sugar Ray. Uh, anyone I shaved my head bald in college like yeah. with a razor, like mm -hmm. shaving cream, completely bald. How was and it? So, and it looks all right. Oh, so okay. I'm waiting for the time to just go hard, yeah. go all the way. <laughs> Kate's do face. I, uh, <laughs> I would rather you have like the littlest bit of hair. <laughs> I like know a that's, soul patch of hair. Yeah, I, mean, I know that's very vain, but I just like... Uh, I don't think I would go completely bald, but I'm... I'm close to the like. I have a question. Tight. Yeah. Is this something that men discuss amongst themselves? I don't know. I discuss everything, so I don't really know what a general rule of thumb is. I haven't been in a lot of conversations about it. Do you feel the pressure of the beauty industrial complex? I mean, you are, we should say, white, straight. Half Cuban. Ha okay, half Cuban. <laughs> you are a white man, Anthony. I am a white man. Uh, what pressure, what societal pressures do you feel if any at all to conform to any beauty standards or participate in beauty culture do you even do you even feel it sure yeah i mean i'm obsessed with james bond so he's the man of fashion as far as anyone else is concerned you you actually spend a lot of time and money on clothes i do yeah i don't look like it right now i'm wearing a uh, Sony Pictures hoodie I had to buy because I had hoodie. no. Oh, not a swag hoodie. You bought no, it. I, I was freezing on the stage one day and I ran to the gift shop as soon as it opened and I was like, that one. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I do. I like, uh, I like watches, for instance. Like that's a, that's a thing that is, uh, I think a lot of men share a love of like watches. There are a lot of people who like watches. Um, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if it's the, uh, Maybe it's the fine precision with which these things are made that fascinates us. I don't know. The fact that it keeps time is great, but like you can pop this thing open. <laughs> I mean, there are like 13 active botanicals in my Vintner's Daughter serum. That's you know precision. How many, do you know how many rubies are in the back of this thing? Go ahead. Take a look. You don't even see those. That's the oh, it has an open it. back? That's the beauty of it. What kind of watch is this? That's an Omega Seamaster okay. 300 worn by James Bond in... Spectre, everybody. Spectre. Ah. It always ties into a a fan <laughs> culture experience for you, which I think is so interesting. Yes. Well, do you know, this has been said a million times, but I think it always resonates true to me that like women friendship is too, if you like picture it, it's two women facing each other talking mm -hmm. and men friendship is two men standing side by side looking at something. And I think that's very true. Very mm, interesting. Interesting. Um, obviously, there's giant assumptions. And sure. Blah, right. blah, blah. That's but we're just here to make generalizations. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. But 
Um, I have found that to be true, which is why I think the like discussion of skincare stuff is not as. That's where like we're doing an activity together. We will discuss. Yeah. That. We're washing our faces together. We're fixing we're, scratches we're, we're in cars. We're at a driving range. We're at a driving range, which yeah. was great to be at a driving range with me because I'm left-handed, so I get to face you. Right, and we're just talking nonstop. We're just talking nonstop whole time. You get the male and female stereotype. <laughs> I do. I feel like I don't think I practice a lot of self-care because I I'm, I work a lot. I like working, and I work a lot. Mm-hmm. But then also, when I'm not, we have kids and yeah. things that have to be done. And so, there's not a lot. Do I feel you- like I get a, like maybe an hour at the end of the day to kind of like sit in front of the Mandalorian or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or succession. Or succession. Do you feel like in the, the year that you spent working mostly away from home when you were working like bonkers hours... Did you do anything to care for yourself during that time? I would go, I would work out sometimes, but that was about it. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid forties, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. When I was doing After Trek and Goldberg's, and I was flying to New York every weekend for half a season, half a season, it was so crazy i didn't even eat it when you're in that sort of working 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 you don't have time to process that you're not taking care of yourself yeah. at all because you're just worried about this thing that's in front of you 
I mean, it was insane. I know you were going back and forth to Georgia and New York. Yeah, I was, <clears throat> the beginning of this year, was running a sh- television show and writing Beetlejuice, which was opening at the same time. Um, and it was a lot going back and forth. But lot. Matt, you're like, you're... <laughs> body knew that because then you had a panic attack i did on the 10th or 11th episode of after trek after going back to new york every weekend for 11 weeks i think i had finally finished my other talk show sidekick so i was doing so i would do at for forever 35 listeners who might not know the so i hosted after trek for cbs all access we shot it in soho new york city <laughs> in new york city uh, I worked on the Goldbergs five days a week in the writer's room. I also had a talk show that was on Alpha, Legendary's digital platform. Which was, R.I.P. Which was my talk show. It was called Sidekick with Matt Myra. It was a talk show where I was constantly the Ed McMahon, and we just had a new host every week. So I would do that on Monday nights. I mean, here's how my week would work. Let's pretend I'll have to start the week on a let me start the week on a Tuesday, normal day. <laughs> <laughs> totally normal. Tuesday would be we record Wednesday mornings, right? Yeah, that was what we did. Okay, so Tuesday morning would be a normalish morning. I would have to get up, take Bo to daycare, go to Sony, work, come home. I would then have to watch the next week's episode of after of Star Trek Discovery. Wednesday morning, Dory and I would have to record the podcast before work. So we had to start that at like 7. I would then go to work again on Wednesday. Thursday morning, I'd have a Skype call with the After Trek crew. After having read the script Wednesday night, write down my thoughts, send that to them, have a, have a phone call with them, a Skype call with them. Go to work Thursday. During the lunch break on Thursday, I would talk to the writers of Sidekick with Matt Myra about guests, about bits, about all this other stuff. And then Thursday night, I would maybe record TNC or maybe I would do something else. Friday, oh, I'd pack too. I'd have to pack for New York. Friday morning, I would leave the house, (laughs) go to work, be on the red eye. So I'd leave, I'd go to work at Sony, finish up there. I would sometimes have to leave the set before we were done shooting to get to my 915 plane to New York. I go to New York Saturday. I would get actually get into the office of After Trek, talk to them. Uh, I would also talk to the people at Psychic with Matt Myra. Sunday, I'd go in again and we would go through the show, tape the show. We'd do the show live. I would not go to bed Sunday night. The car would come for me at 4 o'clock in the morning to take me to the airport. I would go to the airport, fly to L.A. Monday morning, I land, drive right to Sony, go to work, leave work at 5 o'clock to drive to Burbank to shoot my sidekick with Matt Myra show, get home finally at like 11.30 midnight, and then we'd back it Tuesday, and that would start over again. That and that was 13 awful. weeks like that. That sounds truly awful. And I had That's a right. panic attack on <clears throat> the 10th episode of <laughs> After Trek, and <laughs> I didn't your... know what it was. Oh, you didn't know what the panic attack was? No, I'd never had one what before. Was, what did it feel like? It felt like all my clothes were too tight, and I just wanted to be free of clothing. Turned out, once that happened, 
my clothes still felt too tight. <laughs> Your skin felt too tight. It was so the paramedics came and I was doing. Where were you? I was at the studio. I was in in New York. Yeah, I was. Uh, we we sh- I sh- we shot that in Andy Cohen's old studio. He was upstairs. We were downstairs. Um, and the paramedics came. They checked me out. My heart was fine. They were like you should go to the hospital you don't have to we we can't just we can't tell you to go you have to tell us and we'll take you and i said i have a live show to do so thank you (laughs) 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 and then they said to somebody in in the andy cohen uh, ethos of that of embassy row had a doctor that could just come so we, I had a, we had a neurologist come. Oh my god! Or a cardiologist, rather, come and and take a look at me after a wardrobe fitting. He came and then checked me out. And did they give you any any? He medication? gave me Lexapro. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I've never taken. We just gave you Lexapro. No a prescription you... right, for right. which <laughs> I had filled at a Dwayne Reed. Just a handful of Lexapro. <laughs> and uh, and then I got on the plane and did it all over again. That was tough. But I also like working so much. I would say I'm a, I have a very addictive personality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that extends to work. And so, like, when I was hearing about Anthony being gone all the time, I was like, I know that feeling. And I kind of envy Anthony. Because <laughs> <laughs> you love the feeling of work. Do you, are you addicted to work, do you think? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Do you know what to do with yourself when you're not working for a period of time? Especially right now. After this year, I have no idea. Yeah. Like, I feel crazy when I don't have a deadline. Doesn't it feel like you're weirdly smashing into a brick wall? Like, I used to be like, deadlines felt weird, and now yeah. not having a deadline makes me feel crazy. Right. Yeah. Like, right now, I just turned in a draft of a thing on Friday, and so I don't have anything because it's a holiday week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything this week, and I feel insane. I'm like, wait, I'm waiting for a deal to get done on this thing I'm supposed to be developing and writing, and I could be writing it right now, but I'm like weirdly playing this game of like, I'll start work on it once the thing is signed. That seems like a good game to play. Is it? Because <laughs> it feels like I, I'm wasting time, especially this week. I was off. I like could have right. totally done a bunch of stuff on it. No, but what about just like relaxing and taking care of yourselves? Well, you were like ordered to relax by your psychiatrist. This is true. <laughs> so and how did, did I do, do it? You yeah. want to know how I did it? What like you like started a photography workshop Tuesday night <laughs> after we put Henry to bed. We hung out and then I got in my car and drove to Las Vegas. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Relaxing. I went to uh, the Green Valley Ranch, which is a place I love now because it has everything in it. You never have to leave. You know, they have a movie theater. They have like bowling. They have like it's a whole world in and of itself. And I went and for two days. I did nothing but play video poker, occasional roulette. And just bopped around saying not a word to anyone. I had a phone call with my lawyer and my manager. And then I called Dory. And then that was like, that was the extent that I think it was 25 minutes total of conversation in two days. You just needed to like check out. I just needed to shut everything off and stare at a screen screen of a game that had nothing to do with anything. I just needed to be like, I needed to know Henry and Dory were fine. Right. And then I could sort of relax. Anthony, do you want to go do that? Would that relax you? 
Probably. Do you want to go do it? No, because I, <clears throat> I would feel stressed out because I've been traveling so much. Mm. So, but what if it was a car ride and I could get us there in about three and a half? <laughs> <laughs> I just mean I would be stressed because I felt like I left you with our children for most of the year, and so true. doing that again feels like. How do you handle the guilt? Not that's a. It's it's a. You're saying I can lord that over. It's a really. Person? That's a. It's one of the crappiest parts of it because right. I know that Kate is having to bear the burden of all of it, but I'm alone it's insanely lonely to be on the road like you don't i think i feel like for six months i didn't touch another human being Mm -hmm. like it's really weird how you like don't because you're not i'm doing business so there's no intimacy of like a hug or anything so it's incredibly lonely but it's like complaining about that feels insane because your wife is taking care of your children at home your wife is stuck with physically Touching only your children. <laughs> That's right. I was right. touched so much <laughs> that like I never want to be touched again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were like a, a very opposite. Became experience. very. I should start a separate podcast where we talk about husband's guilt. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't yeah. think it'll we be will. Dory and I will produce. We'll it. produce. I don't it. think it'll yeah. be very popular. But no, it's real. Network. It's yeah. a real thing. It is. Um, but spousal guilt. I mean, that's not just specific to husband. I mean, like, it I has feel, to be. No. what does Dory feel guilty about? <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to feel guilty? Oh, you are getting. <laughs> but like, you don't do anything where you should feel guilty. Why do you feel guilty? Because I'm Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm empathetic to a fault. I, mean, I understand you. I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm empathetic to a fault, but also weirdly self-centered in a way that I can't like <laughs> quite grasp. <laughs> very, I'm very yeah. self-absorbed and very yes. guilty about everything. I'm guilty about being self-absorbed totally. and empathetic to everyone else's emotions. I am the literal definition of I will I will walk eight miles out of my way to not inconvenience a stranger. Mm-hmm. That may or may not actually be inconvenienced by one thing I need, but I will go so far out of the way to make sure that they never know that I needed to inconvenience them. I, I, I'm sick right now. I'm, I'm dealing with a cold. So I stayed home this weekend and Anthony took our daughters to this fair mm-hmm. and he sent me this text message that was like, I think our kids are bored. Or like, they, they, they were like, they're too old for this. I think they've gotten too old yeah, for Yeah. And then I just kept apologizing. And at one point, he just wrote back and he was like, why do you keep saying sorry? <laughs> and I was like, because it's my fault. You're at this fair. We were fine. Yeah. And I, in my brain, it was like I had bestowed the worst. <laughs> yeah, but I do that. Story does apologize for... I'm like, what are you sorry about? This is not... How is this your fault? How is it... How is it your fault, Kate, that oh, your daughters is. were bored? <laughs> Like, you just, they're just smarter than everybody else. And they know that the uh, fair was kind of bullshit. You I should just, be proud. I just was like, I just was like, how, why did I tell them to go? And Anthony's there and the kids are, they're not having fun. And they just went, drove all this way. Did you call an audible and do something else or just? No, we stayed for a little bit and then we went and got lunch. I would have had a lengthy discussion with them about like, why was this boring? Let's <laughs> talk about how this could have been a better fair. <laughs> Um, well, fair had third act problems. I think we should wrap things up, but I ha- I do have one last question. We're making question. some emotional breakthroughs. Why are we wrap I mean, it up? We kind of are. Wow, we really have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have one last question for both of you, mm. which is how do you think Forever 35 has changed us? Ooh. I, if I feel like I have a, a celebrity wife. 
<laughs> I'll say is like we go places and like pe- strangers will come up to the table at a restaurant and be like, "Are you Kate Spencer?" Has that happened? Yeah. You guys go to restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like there's a lot of. Um, like going through the fair on Saturday, I'm walking and this woman goes, that's Kate Spencer's husband. Um, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Honey, I feel like Kate... And I'm like, no, hello. Anthony just leaves the house more than I do. <laughs> and Dory, I would say that uh, what I've noticed is a happier Dory. Oh, okay. Uh, a Dory who... You know, one of the things that most attracted me to your Tinder profile, that's how we met everybody. Wow, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Yeah, was the fact that you... Uh, seemed like a boss lady mm-hmm. or lady boss, depending mm-hmm. on which hashtag mm-hmm. you choose to use. Mm-hmm. And I, that was very attractive to me because I love that you had your shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I watched as, as you were getting a little, uh, how should we say, burnt out mm-hmm. on your previous job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, it was very nice to be able to say because I we were fi- I was you know on the Goldbergs and I was like if we have to you know if I have to do more work to let you go do this thing then I would say go for it and I believe I you know when you told me the idea I was like oh yeah there's a market for that a thousand percent. I was like, this is a home run. I just love that I get jealous in the sense that like she gets to make her schedule and sort of figure out what, but then again, if I had to make my schedule, it would be, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be great at it, but I do get jealous of the fact that she gets to be around the dog and the baby quite a bit, but she earned it. So go for it. Well, this has been a pleasure. It's been very informative. It has been it really got much deeper than I thought it was going to get. Well, that's me. You know, our show. Really you know, people like we cry back. on this show sometimes. Yeah, I know. Oh, I could have gone. You know, if we'd gone about fifteen minutes more, I would have cried. <laughs> Although it doesn't take much anymore now that I have a baby. I know. You I was watching the Walt Disney Imagineering. Oh yeah, that's uh, great. Doc on yes. Okay, talk about a product we can talk about. Balling. <laughs> oh. Because I was holding Henry. He's going to start crying now. I might. And we were, they were talking about Roy finishing Disney World for Walt and his brother and the whole brother. And then dying like right after. I had no idea. I had no idea. Like he had sort of put his last of himself into this thing for his brother. And I was holding Henry and I got really sad that Henry's not going to have a sibling. And then I just started crying, and then Henry saw me crying, and Henry was like, "What?" And then he burst <laughs> into tears. Wow! In a way that I have never seen. Hysterically crying. Yeah, and I just was like, "I'm so sorry, buddy." I looked over, and you were crying when we were watching something recently, and it surprised. I can't remember what it was. Do you remember? Was it Awakenings? That movie surprised <laughs> me. No, it was like a commercial. <laughs> Awakenings. I don't remember. It was something so- you've like softened a. Or maybe we were seeing a musical. Was it a car commercial? Because car commercials, sometimes a Subaru commercial will get. I cry in everything. And I Theater cry. Theater like, makes me cry sometimes. I think we were seeing a show and you like were choked up and I just like looked over and I was like, huh. And you are an emotional person. That's not that you've never. I will cried. say, definitely after having kids, things make me cry more. For it's sure. crazy. Yeah. 
on that note. All right. Well, well thank you both. Thanks for having I'll us. I'll never for ask having you us. to do this again. Thanks probably. for marrying us. Don't say that. Oh, that's so you want to come back? Look, if the I'm audience saying, if there's enough it. new serums that we Here's need to the discuss. thing. I want you to sp- to start using one of these and then report back to me. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but not the Vintner's daughter because that's <laughs> too expensive. That was too no offense. I do not. I don't want to say like I don't want to waste it on you, <laughs> but that is kind of how I feel. I love. You. I would not have the patience to hold oil against. I will my say. Face I think for that Anthony has a nice, seconds. even. Uh, he complexion. does a nice skin. I would yeah. say that it is sun kissed. A nice sun kiss. That's because he doesn't wear enough sunscreen. It stresses. I, don't, I actually I wear, don't enjoy like I, wear, I don't like wearing sunscreen. Zero. <sighs> Makes me feel crazy. I don't wear any sunscreen. It's it, so sticky. I hate it. It gives me so much agita and frustration when I like am throwing sunscreen at him. I if I wear it at all, it's because I'm like Kate's going to give me a hard time if I don't wear it. Oh, well, I don't like it at well, thank all. Thank you for doing that for me. I, I love like you so it. much. Yeah. All right, all right, wear sunscreen. In conclusion, <laughs> bye. Bye. Peace. So we're still married. We are still married. Yeah. Recently, Anthony was like, "Do you think that interview was okay?" Oh, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it was okay." Oh, Anthony, it's all right. Yeah, you did a good job. <laughs> oh, men. Oh, husbands. So are they going to launch Forever Thirty Five Men? I mean, <laughs> not on our network. <laughs> All right. Every, isn't every podcast Forever 35 Men? Oh, snap. I mean, <laughs> look. Wow. Just saying. Okay. Okay. Love them, though. They're great. And they are great partners, we should they say. They are. Yeah. Um, so, did you stay on top of your email? Oh, yes. I am a master. Yes. I am Kate? inbox. Not only am I inbox zeroing, I am Using this to do file, I set aside 90 minutes today and got through it. I gotta call this woman. It was, it is so. Do you have a massive inbox situation? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's been, it was really helpful, I have to say. Also, because I didn't do the work, like she sat for three hours and organized the whole thing and got me down to like, I know, have all these, emails. I have like thousands of unread emails from like, 12 years ago Dory Because When I started This is This is Getting a little Off topic But When I started Working at Gawker Which was in 2006 They made us Set up Gmail accounts I had been using A Yahoo account Up to then They made us Set up Gmail And our And there was no Like Gmail For business So Dory At Gawker.com Went straight Into my personal Gmail Yikes so, and it, like anything that was like tips at gawker.com went into my personal email. Press releases went into my personal email. It all went into my personal email. So, like, there's tons of stuff in there that I just didn't read that's from like 2007. You need someone to go in there. That I just leave. need someone to like excavate. I mean, I will give you her info. Please, please do. Because it's been really, I've been, I've actually been surprised I've stayed on top of it. I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm really into it. What was your strat over vacation? I let it pile up a little bit Mm -hmm. um, just because I was on vacation. Yeah. But stuff I can delete, I just delete right away. And Nice. Yeah. And what about this week? This week, I got to revisit. My old gratitude practice. Ooh. You know? 
Yeah. I kind of have let it drag. Mm -hmm. You have been seeming pretty ungrateful lately. Haven't I, though? Yeah. I'm mad about this elbow. (laughs) I mean, I'm a little little bit in the funk. I'm just kidding. I feel like you are, of anyone I know, you are so mindful about gratitude. Well, thank you. You're welcome. So I'm I'm trying to figure out how to do it, especially because I am spending less trying to spend less time on Facebook and Yeah. Um right now I have myself blocked from Facebook from seven AM to seven PM. Oh nice. Using the Freedom app. Uh-huh. So um but if I can pop on there and write it out at night or in the morning, I might do that. Love that. Yeah. How about you? So last week I said I was going to try not to feel like I needed to keep everyone happy over Thanksgiving. How did that go? I haven't heard much about your Thanksgiving week. It went pretty well. There was one situation where it seemed like my mom was getting upset that she hadn't seen Henry all day. And I was kind of like, well, you chose to go with these other people in my family all day like we were around we spent time with everyone else (laughs) you know like i literally saw everyone else like i I don't know what to tell you um you're a person with free will you could yeah yeah. exactly um so i felt like generally i was trying to just kind of like take a step back so i think i think it went okay and we had a really nice dinner on Friday night with just the siblings and our partners. Oh, that's so cool. It was really fun. That's so special. Yeah, it was really nice. And did so. the parents, the grandparents babysit all the kids? The grandparents babysat my brother and sister's kids and we got a sitter. That is so cool. Yeah. yeah that was really fun. Oh. Yeah. Quality um, time. It how was about, quality time. How about this week, Dory? So this week, I I have to... Turn in my, I wrote, I have to turn in my damn manuscript. Do, 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 do. Um, yeah. It's, this is like too much to unpack during intentions, but I think I have, I'm getting like that perfectionist block mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where I'm like, this isn't good enough. So I can't turn it in yet. I have to keep working on it, keep tinkering, keep working on it, keep tinkering. And my editor emailed me and she was like, Hey, no pressure. Just checking in. Do you think you'll, you know, do you think you'll be turning something in? Just want to like get my ducks in a row. She was very nice about it. Very gentle. Very gentle. And I, and you know, do you you need me to extend the deadline? Like, just let me know. And I was like, no, like I'm already a few days past my deadline, but I was like, please don't extend the deadline. Like, that will not be helpful. <laughs> right. You just need to just send yeah. something. I was yeah. like, I'm going to send you... I was like, it's not going to be everything, but I'm going to send you a, a decent-sized chunk by the end of this week. And then hopefully by the time you have like finished reading that chunk and giving me notes, I will be able to send you the rest. That's very exciting. Yeah. You were very helpful. You read a couple of my essays and you gave me very helpful notes. They're very good. I really appreciate that. It's going to be great. I hope so. It's hard to see it when you're the one producing it. I know. It's awful. It's awful. I know. It's... Ooh, excuse me. hello. My stomach had to have an opinion. (laughs) You just have to... You you know what? Just like handing something in though and having a fresh person look at it. You can say like, hey, you're in better shape than you think you are. Or not. Or not. But like you at least have stuff written. Yes, I do have stuff written. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, I'm very excited for you. Well, thank you, Kate. (sighs) That brings us to the end of our show. Once again. Here we are. My stomach is 
gurgling away for some reason <laughs> and just wants you to know that we have a voicemail, please call us 781-591-0390. You can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast. There's a lot of spinoffs there. Also, the password to get into the Facebook group is serums. The thing we say at the top of the show. Indeed. Uh, if you like the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend. Mention us on social media. I might not see it because I'm not on it right now. <laughs> I'll see it. But I appreciate it. Um, and a reminder that all the products we mention are always on our website, forever35podcast.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at forever35podcast and on Twitter at forever35pod. And you know the drill. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Dory Shafrir and Kate Spencer and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. Bye. Bye.